Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah! Yes! Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh my god, yes! Awesome! Please listen carefully. Hey! Welcome to our show, Queer Nundrum. I am your host, Holly Greystone. And I am your other host, Gary M. Thorne Jr. Good morning, Gary. And happy 4th. Good morning. I don't know how happy we can be this year about it when we have the government decided to to, uh, to take away student loan forgiveness and made people of color not part of the equation when accepting people into college admission. And the fact that we have, sure. it's been okay <laughs> to make the the that people can say, oh, we can't, I don't have to make you a, a cake because you're queer. So I don't know how happy the fourth is this year, but yeah, on all that note, happy fourth. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, wasn't expecting that, uh, but also true. Um, I understood from, I was reading an article, oh gosh, it was yesterday morning, I think it was, or evening. It was yesterday evening. Um, I heard that President Biden was passing a new law or, or considering a new law in which a uh, student loan debt would it just basically bypass um the freaking republican people that just seem to want to fuck everything up um bypass that and do the debt forgiveness and, and i don't know if that's true i don't know if that was just somebody's hope and dream but i'm here for it if we could bail out banks and other financial institutions that don't follow the rules and can cause, you know, a run on banks again. If we could bail them out as a government, why can't we bail out Americans that have predatory loans and from and many of which are from low economic families and give them a chance to actually thrive in this in this country of ours? Um and then on the whole, that whole affirmative action thing is such bullshit. In all cases, you have, a, I, I assume, are mostly all Republican peoples. They're like, I don't want to have to pay for somebody else's debt. I don't want to have to pay for somebody else's kid. And it's not my fault that uh, there isn't a, a black legacy, you know, black people of color legacy uh, at these universities that allow them to have the the, the advantage of going to these schools. My family's done you know, it's done well for the last three generations. Yeah, let's look at that first generation. How, how how did they do well? What were they doing? What, did they own slaves? Did they abuse slaves? Were they part of the dis, the dismantling of the, you know, people's freedoms? Because that's likely part of it. I'm not saying that you should be ashamed of it, but you should also be aware of how we can move forward as a society. Um, and I think affirmative action should stay in place. Anyway, it's <laughs> no, I, I think we both agree on that part. I don't, I don't think it's, it's beyond me that I, I was beyond shocked that the affirmative action one of all of them. I mean, that one shocked me. I mean, it on the level of shock that was almost I'm beyond still, Roe versus I'm still Wade, processing. It, it's just beyond me it's fucking scary so mm -hmm. it, it says where this fucking country is going and i have a friend who moved to uruguay because they said this stuff was going to happen and i thought yep. they were overreacting and now it's like well okay uh, uh yep we knew this was happening when they took away when they took away a woman's right to choose which yeah. for 50 years we should have codified in law but we never did because nobody wanted to be on that side of the conversation and it just never happened. The same people that were taking the right to abort abortion. Now, granted, I, I mean this in all honesty is this is you, this is generally involving a woman's choice working with their doctor. Um, there are sure I'm there are people probably who abuse it, but we're not talking about those individuals. It's a different problem. Well, we and also the fact about it is, sorry, I interrupt on that one. The no. fact about it is, and I know that, okay, so yes, I am a white male, so I'm really one of the farthest people this affects, but 
the really when you look at the statistics, it is less than one percent. Less than one percent. That that abuse that. I mean, who wants to what what woman in their right mind wants to go and have that dent her body on any kind of regular basis? Exactly. You know, so it's just it exactly. I, but when those same people were going to the Supreme Court over and over and over again for the last 50 years, making the same argument. And the only thing that's different from all those years of being turned down in court is the fact that we have three new justices that are very much on the right-hand side of this whole thing, the right, right-wing side of this, that they, that they brought that same damn argument. And they're like, yeah, you're right. We should never have, uh, we never should allow this. We need to fix this, this thing. And we're going to just remove it all together and put it back to the state. And, uh, and, you know, every single one of those states that still had these laws of against abortion on the books speaks volumes. We had 50 years in each of these states to take care of this particular issue. But we let, oh, no, it's the federal government. We don't have to do anything. Bullshit. The same thing's going to happen to marriage equality. The same thing is happening. We knew what would happen to affirmative action. This is not going to stop until we put our voices out there through our vote and quit vetting people at the local level that don't know what the fuck they're doing. And they're just doing it for, I don't know, ribbon cutting pride of just like their own self-interest and start putting in people that will actually represent the, their, their community, their constituents, their state, their country, whatever, and vet them properly at the beginning and quit letting these fucking assholes run our country into the ground. And if you look at the statistics, <clears throat> there is still the majority, over 60%, who believe in queer marriage, believe in affirmative action, mm -hmm. believe in abortion. These are all things, but because we had one motherfucking sycophant president for one term, it got to show how terrible so many people are. Yes. And that set us back, talk about the 50 years, set us back oh 50 my years. Gosh. So yeah. that, no. So I, I don't really feel like celebrating the fourth this this year. This that's, this week has damaged me. I mean it really has. So. That's fair. Yeah. I had a I had an interesting conversation with somebody over a coffee. We actually weren't meeting for coffee, but we were in the sim sitting in the same area and they overheard me say, Yeah, I just marriage equality is next. And they, st I don't know who they were, but they were like, are you serious? Do you, do you really believe that? And I was like, as a queer woman in a state that was already ahead of our federal government, yes, I am concerned. I will likely not leave Washington state, but even that can change. We're going to have a new governor here this coming year. And even that could change. Even our state would be at risk if it over, if it got overturned at the federal level. And at that point, I may have, I may have to reevaluate my safety even yeah. more. I already evaluate it to begin with, both as a woman and a queer woman. And yes, I'm in a particular city where I don't see that kind of discrimination towards queer people. I, I've heard people have had that experience where someone just wants to misgender them because they don't want to affirm who they are. Um, but I have, and, and have yelled some inappropriate terms, most of them from Idaho. Sorry, Idaho. I know it's not all of you guys, but you do have some weeding to do we all do just a general love over there but uh yeah i they were had idaho plates and they were yelling some inappropriate terminologies too oh, well and just the other day i saw where we're doing it was okay so i have to think back was it last weekend it must have been we we're uh we had gone i'm probably for coffee in the morning because you know that's dean and i end up going to coffee a lot to see friends and yeah and we ended up on the drive back home uh the 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 front bumper of the car right behind us they weren't following us i want to say this but the car the on the <laughs> the front bumper on the car right behind us big bold letters that said gay is a sin Idaho license plates. It was mm. right there. Talk, you know, it's just like, I mean, we just had this wonderful morning and, you know, talking with friends and doing all this mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. And then seeing that, you know, just proudly, you know, out the gates of sin. Not that 
I would almost accept, I would, well, I would accept it better if it just said straight and proud. You know, I would, I would hate it, but I would accept it better than just come out and saying that, that mm-hmm. I am a sin. You know, that's, you know, that's how else do you take there's, that, that I yeah. am wrong? Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of that rhetoric. I remember hearing it when I was growing up and, and then, I don't know, it just, it feels like it got quiet. And then all of a sudden, it, when we had the sycophant president, God, didn't even say those words together. Um, it's just, it gave all those people permission to behave that way. They're like, well, this person could be the leader of our country and a, and rich. And I put air quotes around that and rich. Then obviously they're living the right life. Obviously they're doing it right. Obviously they're, they must be on the right side of God or the right side of history or the right side of whatever bullshit people want to put out there. Uh, therefore I can act like this and I can get, and I can have those things too. It's like, no, that's not, that's not how that, that's not how that works. So, so anyway, so sorry, anyway. I didn't mean to send us down this road. But, <laughs> so Holly, what's happened in the, since we've had our last podcast, what's going on with you? How is your, have you got your campaign off and running yet? How, yes. How, yeah. how are the, the, the family, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, real quick sound check here. I accidentally hit my mic and my cat's been chewing on my stuff. So are we still oh, I heard good? nothing. So go ahead. Okay. And I heard nothing. So we're good. You heard nothing. I mean, yeah, I didn't hear if there's some noise that I heard nothing. So you're all good. So. Okay, so just make it sure because I don't want yeah. you to miss out on all this wonderful conversation. Um, so everything's going pretty good, but I'm going to have to take just a t- time out for a second, listeners, I, and swap out my headpiece here because I'm getting, I'm getting some weird stuff on my back end here. So one second, y'all. <laughs> I know this is this is gonna make for a great podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear me okay now? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So so much better. So much better. I was having a hard time hearing you guys. Every time I talked, it sounded like my cat was scratching and attacking my ears. She must have got into my my equipment um over the weekend. So that's what's happened since the last time we got together is my cat got into my stuff. So I need to figure out what it is she exactly chewed on and fix it. Um, answer to answer your question though, the campaign's kicking off. Um, I had some wonderful human beings, uh, financially be able to support the campaign. Um, and with that, I was able to order my business cards, flyers, and banners, all of which were ready to go. As soon as I received donations, I was able to immediately turn around, report it to the public disclosure committee, a commission and, and get it, you know, get everything ordered. So I'll pick up my banner. I actually could have picked up my banner last night, but I went to go see some friends who were performing Cherry Sisters. And I chose to get ready for the evening rather than run back out and get the banner because I don't need it until 4th of July. Uh, I will participate in some of the 4th of July events. Um, two reasons. Um, one is the campaign. I want to be out there and have an opportunity to engage with many of our community members, um, hear what they have to say, answer any questions they may have, kind of get a a pulse from a variety of of people at different, you know, different events if I can. Plus I'll be doing some door-to-door stuff eventually. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, it's going pretty good. I've had some really good conversations with people. I've had some people be like, you already have my vote. And I'm like, but maybe, but do you want to know what my, like, what things I'm focusing on? Like my initiatives and my hopes, my dreams for our community. Like, it, nope, you got my vote. You, you get shit done. I'm like, true. But I, they're like, in fact, you should run on that. That should be your campaign slogan. Holly Greystone, get shit done. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think <laughs> as much as I think that would be fun and, and true. I probably shouldn't have that as my political campaign <laughs> slogan. Um. So yeah, it's been good. It's been a good conversation. Um, our building that we purchased a year ago will finally be able to occupy here in, within the next like 45 days. Um, the city 
for which I'm running for city council, uh, approved that the building that we were occupying is not a change of occupancy after all. So we can in fact move in and do the things we need to do. So for some reason, we were denied for nine months, costing us a significant amount of money. We now get to occupy the building, which is really annoying. Uh, we are not excluded from that. There's so many other uh, businesses that have had that similar issue. So I've had some people say, oh, is it because you're you're queer? That's their first thing. It's like, oh, is it because you're, you're queer? And I'm like, no, because this happens to a lot of our businesses in our community. So no, I don't feel like this is a personal attack. I just think it's, um, I think it's the, the a capacity issue that needs, that needs to be addressed. And how can that, how can we address it? Well, we need to look at how the system is being processed. Cause right now, even paying our, our utility bill for, to the city is tax, tax, taxing. Um, so anyway, finally we'll occupy the building. My wife uh, is off from school right now, so we've been spending almost every single day addressing either projects at the building or projects at the house because we have a, a we still have a bunch of stuff in our garage when we all moved in together. So mother-in-law, myself, and Desiree, we all moved in together, and we Desiree and I had gone through our stuff for the most part before we got married, but there were some things that we still didn't go through, especially when I lost my brother. I had I had some stuff that I hadn't gone through myself. And so it got all mixed in when Gretchen moved in. So it's just a, a, a thing that nobody wants to do, but we have to do. <laughs> you know, I think everyone feels that way to some extent. Like they just don't want to go through their own stuff, but everything outside the house is like so much easier and preferred to do. So we find ourselves being pulled uh, a little bit, but we have to stay focused and take care of the things at the house. Um, and we're getting there. We're getting there. So it's good. Um, but yeah, everyone's healthy. Everyone's doing well. We are enjoying these beautiful weather out here and going on long walks, um, enjoying our, our time with our puppies while we have the summer taking them out on adventures. How about you? How are you guys doing? Uh, everything's really good over here. Uh, it's, again been just a lot of work because um we're not like you know your your wife we don't get summers off but whatever but no <laughs> um it's it's been good uh dean right now he had been just because of budgeting and shit had been put to down to part-time he is now for the time being back up to full-time which is wonderful so we're enjoying that benefit um nice it's uh just kind of living our life um seeing we saw our friends tom and jerry last weekend they were in town and we got to see them briefly for coffee what yeah so, oh my god um, i'm jealous i want they have been on my mind in fact des and i were just talking about when can we make a trip down to see them um what two like three days ago <laughs> So they are in town about every six weeks. They really are keeping up on that. So I would give them a little yeah. call out and say, you know, uh, but so saw them. Um, we did briefly, very briefly. So don't be jealous about what I'm about to say. Got to see um, Lucy and Kyle. They were in town, <gasps> but very briefly they were like in and out they're just seeing a couple people then they were gone again so i got to see lucy and kyle this last week um <sighs> we saw them for maybe maybe 45 minutes it wasn't like anything like so that was we got to see them they're doing uh -huh. really well um yeah they uh we it was really great talking to them and hearing how it's nice when your friends when their lives are going well and got to hear how and they were always very honest when they lived here in the pulmonary just because they were college students. Their life wasn't financially secure. It's it's much more so financially secure now. Um, yeah. Kyle is on his way to very likely getting tenure this year. So that's, oh, I good. mean, so that's, it's, it was awesome to hear all that. And um, it was really great because um, I don't, and I don't think we ever talked about that before, but as Holly knows, our, our friend Lucy is from Ukraine, so we got mm -hmm. to hear her perspective on Ukraine, and it was even worse than what the thefts that she's seen and heard 
from people's worse than what you hear on the news. So yeah, it was um that was depressing to hear about, but it overall is good to 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 talk to them and finding out how what's going on with her brother and mom and stuff. So who both neither of them live in Ukraine. So that was so that was um good. And then was it I'm trying to remember, was it just was it last Saturday that we all got together? I'm trying to remember for I it's been not yesterday, but the Saturday before last was that when you the I think so, yeah. Yeah. So we we met up at the market and Yeah, had, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was um so it's been a week of meeting friends for coffee and um then going to Cherry Sisters last night, who uh, we should mention that one of the members of the Cherry Sisters is from the queer family. And yes. So, I mean, everybody's wonderful in that in that group of people, but, you know, just one for that reason alone is extra special. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then um, that's kind of it. We, our, our big plans for the fourth are probably going to bed early because, well, you know, it just, it, and it honestly, I said that we just for several years haven't stayed up to to watch fireworks or anything. We're just, you know, we're it's like, okay, that that's nice. We got a day off from work. Cool. Yeah. Um, my daughter Lily, of all places, they're open that day, so she has to work. I was like, that shocked me. Yeah. I yeah. Was like, now really? that you mention it, there was a couple of places yesterday that we went to. <laughs> that said that they were going to be open on the 4th of July. And I was like, oh, well, I guess people will buy barbecue stuff or camping stuff or, oh, yeah. you know, things like that. And I'm like, no, wait, that doesn't make sense. So it just, yeah, that you mentioned it. Huh. And I get the places like, you know, the, the, like the, the, the Home Depot-ish kind of places and, you know, grocery stores. I, I get that they're open. I understand that. You know, I don't think that's ever not been the case. It just shocked me I where my daughter worked. They're going, really? That's going to be open? That one really is like, okay. Well, because she but... does she does work with children and that supports employees that have to work. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I guess um, the majority of the people who she uses work at W, who use that place work at WSU. So we know that place is closed. But anyway, it doesn't matter. She just has to work. So that was like, sure. okay. So, like, sure. so yeah. It, it just is one of those weird things for me to process. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I remember I, like I was an emergency dispatcher and naturally you have to work. And they did it where everybody had to work some holiday. Not, I didn't have to work every single one of them because I was the newest person. But you just got on a rotation. And if you, you know, if that was your holiday, it's your holiday. They did try to give it to you like the day before or after. So you may not get it on the day of, but they try to give it to you a day off. Yeah. I'm in that seven day stretch of time if they can. And if for some reason that it didn't happen, let's say somebody was sick or whatever, and you had to work what would otherwise been that day off for you, they would give you, they give you double time. So it wasn't time and a half. It was double time. So you got got pretty good benefits on it um but that was emergency no, yeah. that's different <laughs> well like where i was in texas it was a hospital and it was really weird that i automatically got all those holidays off because i was one of the things i i will say i loved about sedexo was that i got those holidays off because i was salaried and i just wouldn't get anything extra but the the um the staff worked them and they got double time on those days. And so they, um, and everybody was honestly fighting to work those holidays because they wanted the double time. So yeah. it's like, so, so I mean, so it's, it just, and it just depends where you're at. I mean, where my daughter works, they don't offer holiday pay and that kind of stuff. So it's not, it's not, you know, so it's not this, oh my God, yeah, I need to work. Right. I will say, because she's part of low income, she's grateful that she's working that day. So she's by no means complaining about working. Sure. It just shocked me. So, yeah, so she's sure. actually happy she's working. But anyway, um, other anyway. than that, uh, yeah, nothing much as, I mean, uh, doing some really good reading. Um, I'm re actually right now reading a great book called Burn It Down. It's uh, about how the Hollywood system in particular, but also including the Broadway system is very broken in particular towards 
um, people of color and queer people and but really talking about the lower paying positions how uh, how sad it is and how they're just used and thrown away like tissues so it's been a very interesting depressing read that I read for a while I go okay yeah that's enough of that I guess <laughs> but um, I really do highly recommend that book it, it's uh, been it's been quite eye-opening and I learned a couple things about some shows as I've been reading this go that makes sense when the show seemed to start going off the rails for me is when you started hearing all this behind the scenes stuff happening. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense to when this happened. One in particular was um, the series Sleepy Hollow, which I loved. I thought it was a great show. Oh, yeah. And there were some really bad things that happened behind the scenes that, um, really? wow. And then you, it was about the time period where I, I felt the show really went off the rails. And I go, oh, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> So, um, so that, yeah, so that's, that's been my life. So I'm, I know I, it was so my fault this time we went off on a big yeah. tangent about the things. I, but, I wasn't expecting it, but I was here for it. Yeah. I didn't think you'd ever have a problem with, you know, going off on those kind of things, but <laughs> so are you ready to talk about our, our topics for the day? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Let's jump into it. Take it. Oh yeah, no problem. So, um, what we're talking about today is, um, well, we're going back kind of what we've taught on several various times about the queerness in Star Trek and the fact that two shows in the Paramount Plus universe yeah. are ending um, Star Trek Discovery, which was announced, you know, what, five months ago. And now right. we just found out that Star Trek Prodigy is ending. Both of these shows... Um, really embrace the queer experience in different ways. Um, where we have in Star Trek Discovery, we have the majority of the main characters are uh, yeah. um, either and or uh, people of color or are from the queer family. And so it has gotten five seasons. This will be the fifth season coming up. It was at least a gave it a chance to have a good ending to it. Hopefully it'll be an amazing ending. And I'm not gonna lie, there have been issues with the show for me at time to time. I think there's been some weak areas, but yeah. I've been fully supportive of the show because it actually, what I've just stated, it had queer people and it had people of color in, in the main roles. I love I mean, the fact was, that- It was a show that when it, I mean, it broke the 12 year of nothing from, from the Star Trek universe. It was the first, first thing to come out in in a while um and it embraced like you said it really embraced that diversity and i think they just explored a lot of uh, maybe too much creativity options in terms of like the story and the storytelling and it never really got its footing and there's so many like it's still one of my faves but there are a lot of people, like you read like the forums and stuff, they're divided on this. Like there are some like, oh, thank God it's finally ending. And there's some people like, oh my gosh, no. Like they really, they really embraced it and, and enjoyed it. Uh, unlike Strange New Worlds, which early on got, got its footing, got the fan base, got the, you know, just everything about it is just really well done. And I don't know if they just took what Discovery kind of tested and play. I'm not sure. I have to look into it a little well, bit more. Well, and they, I mean, what they had the advantage of coming off of, I remember they basically, I mean, were a spinoff from Discovery. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they, they have that going, they had that going for them where they were able to, you know, they could see, okay, this is working, this didn't. And I, I give them a lot of credit in that they very much made it their own, but they, they really went more with the, the original Star Trek, they went a little bit more with the, I mean, it's just, it's lighter, just in the way it's lit, even, you know, it's just a lighter show. You, you see more of it. It's, you, they went back for more of the fun elements. Um, so what's, but on the other side of it, I mean, so I love, don't get me wrong. It is right now, probably my favorite of the Star Trek of the shows. So right at the moment, you know, not, not, not counting the, the old things of the new things revolving around. Right. It's probably my favorite right. show. Um, and they've, what bothers me with it though, is that they've kind of sort of touched on queer elements 
but then really haven't. You know what I mean? They've they said, oh, well, yeah, I'm bisexual or I look at me, I, I come across as queer, but I'm more androgynous. I, we, let's not talk about it, you know? So, and I'm hoping that that, I'm not saying it has to be a big part of the story, but I'm hoping there is something a little more that, you know, at least that acknowledges more of that than just kind of on the periphery, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. What, uh, so the one that really, um, and we'll talk more about Discovery, we're going to get there, but the one that really bothers me is Star Trek Prodigy. Agreed. Um, that one, it's, it's a weird, this one's a weird dichotomy because it, it um, from all accounts, granted, because the, the streaming services don't ever truly release how many people are watching it. They'll say, oh, look, this is our number one show right now, or this, you know, but they never release, you know, the show what the, how, the, how the what it's really doing. And, yeah, yeah, there's no ratings. And so that's actually, ironically, one of the things that, that, that all the, with that, the, that all the different groups that are, getting ready to um, go on strike or have on strike with the writer's strike, the actor's guild, director's guild. That's part of what all of their complaints have been is that, you know, this isn't fair to us because you're not, not letting us know if this show is, a, if it's getting good ratings or not to, you know, because let, let you know, right. It's, it's all based on economics. And so if they don't allow people to know what, how much the show is doing, they then they can, can get raises. away with choosing, yeah. choosing the proverbial narrative. And yeah. just pick any show and say, well, this is the number one streaming. And how would you, in your household, sitting in, at your TV, picking a show, how would you know? I look at the top tens that Netflix and Paramount and all these people, all these different streaming services put up there. I'm like, well, if a majority of people are watching Witcher or Warrior Nun or whatever, I'm like, well, I'll check it out. You know, I'll see what it's about. I have logged into like, my mom's account or i've logged into at the time my brother's account and their top 10 is different from my top 10 and i'm well, like and okay well now i question this is a couple of years ago now i question really like what is the top 10 like what does that mean and i well, think and that it's it, we should i'm sorry i think we I should know, have our ratings i think the ratings should be made public it's they're taking our money i think that we should have a say in what we watch and just because there it's a streaming service, how is, should it be treated any different than when it was t on the TV? We just change the way the information is being presented, and again, and it will change again. Quantum computers are not far off from being an everyday accessible technology, and we should have a say in how this information is is presented to us across all of those. What set that precedence now and move forward. And so what, I mean, and what Netflix says they're doing, which is, it's kind of good too. I mean, I'm not saying I like the fact that they do try to, when they, they get an idea of what our viewing habits are individually, they try to set it up for that, you know, so that's, that's part of what they're doing, but I agree with you. They should have a top 10 that shows this is the top 10 of the week. And then, oh, by the way, this is what your top 10 we think should be. You know, I, that would be okay too. Uh, you know, right. so I like the fact that when I end up, you know, especially, I mean, like all of us, I go through phases where I just watch a bunch of, you know, queer shows, or then I watch a bunch of action adventure shows. And that starts changing what, what is showing up on, for my viewing pleasures. You know, so I don't yeah. mind that. I just wish that we had a true concrete, which goes back to on Paramount Plus, where from every thing you look at, not knowing ratings wise, but everything you look at, um, Prodigy was um, doing well. I mean, from mm -hmm. what you hear in the Twitterverse, Facebook, every, uh, all those platforms, it was doing well. And plus it was critically acclaimed and it seemed to be able to go out to people who were not just part of the Star Trek universe, people right. who had never been part of it before could watch it and enjoy it. And it was a good way for people to decide maybe they would want to see some of the other Star Trek. Um, now, if you do a, a more of a deep dive into this, you hear that, uh, oh, and also I need to mention this point for the people who don't know, I'm sure you already know this, Holly. Yeah. The second season of Prodigy is basically almost done. They're in the process of still, the studio is still allowing them to finish it. Yes. The, studio, no the studio did announce that they 
and and have confirmed a couple of different times in both Twitter and in the news that season two episodes will be completed and they are searching for a new home. They are actively shopping for a new place um, for the show to, to continue as it were. Go ahead. You're going to say something. Oh, which, you know, that's great that they're doing that, which we all means that, okay, well, we'll see what happens, but they're right. not holding out hope because they're taking it off. They're taking every bit of it. off. Every, the, everything. The you won't yeah. be able to stream the old shows. Like as soon as that, as soon as season two is done, they'll, we'll have time to watch it and then it's gone. They will remove all shows from the network. And remember, like saying, just make sure that people understand this, that they're removing season one. They're never going to show season two on Paramount Plus. Never. It's not going to happen. It's just going to be season one that they're showing. Um, and so that's, it's really weird what they're doing with all this. So I'm really curious where this goes. I mean, yeah. chances are it's going to end up on Tubi or Pluto or one of those free services that, where there's advertising in it. And you know, that's fine, but it's still weird that it's not gonna be part of the Trek universe. You right. know, part of the reason, you know, and so they don't, they're not even allowing the old episodes to air, which is becoming the new, the new, the, the new black, you know, on, on streaming services is that once it's not watched anymore, once it's not part of their system as it were anymore, they take it off the platform. Um, we lost a, a show that I liked on on HBO Max, which is now called Max. We lost Westworld, which it's now on Pluto and Tubi, I think. Um, but it's just weird that once they're done with it, they're done with it. Where now they're going to throw it off onto another onto another platform. Where what they're doing now is they're being able to get they're able to get some money out of it where they're not getting any money when it's on their platform. At least this is that like we are, kind of the that new we are aware of that we are aware well, of. Well, no, I mean, if you, it, even if you look at it, they're not, I mean, I, I will agree with that because honestly there's a point where, okay, it's not, it's not promoting the numbers anymore. And we know, we just know HBO in the HBO part of the universe of HBO max, what, you know, they showed ratings on that part of it. So we knew that Westworld wasn't doing very well in the ratings. So, so we know then that we can we can take that we can extrapolate and go okay it's probably not doing well in in this streaming platform so they move it to you know so it's taken off with a bunch of other shows don't get me wrong but they, they took it off the main platform and it's now on pluto where you can watch it and they're getting some ad revenue for it there because that's the thing with the there's a streaming platform model which is all great and good except you can't get any extra money once you're subscribed to it you're done you don't get any extra money from another, you know, from, you know, because we're not usually, say, buying Campbell's tomato soup because of it. Oh, sure. Um, where then if you get it on there, you know, they get advertising with it and it generates money. I mean, it's going really back to the old system of when, you know, whatever, you know, Lucky Camel Strikes or whatever it was uh, promoted, it, you know, uh, the uh, I Love Lucy show or something. We're just going back to the old way, you know, in the end, what old is new again with the new stuff. So I do find all that interesting. Um, so we have all this going on, and but in that whole getting back to the to um, Prodigy, the weird thing about it is from all those parts of it, it shows that it was doing really well. And this is where my fear comes in, is that, that they're do you getting rid of- they're queer washing? Well, okay, so yeah, because if you look at it, we also know that um, the shows in the uh, in the Taylor Sheridan universe, the the Yellowstone and all the prequels, are doing amazingly well on Paramount Plus. Not Yellowstone, because in this weird bit of Hollywood shit, it ended up going to Peacock, which Dean and I got, so we could watch Yellowstone to to watch it. We'd never seen it, um, but so to so. And then they're actually the this next season of Yellowstone is this last season because well Kevin Costner decided you don't want to do anymore and all this shit but that worked out well for Paramount Plus because they can legitimately then cancel quote unquote cancel Yellowstone and move it to Paramount Plus under a different title with a lot of the same characters but the new main character is going to be Matthew McConaughey but then that means that with with that really they can break their contract with with paramount the tv service which is so different but anyway and then they can actually show it on their platform and from everything we understand taylor sheridan numbers are really good dean and i watched their shows 
But I will say, and it's it's becoming harder and harder for me to watch some of the stuff. His shows are very misogynistic and very um, they queer people don't exist on the shows. They don't. So, and it scares me that these shows, which are obviously doing well for the Paramount Plus umbrella, they're becoming a big part for them. And I get it; it's a business model, but. I, that's why I want to truly know where the what what the ratings are because I want to see okay so you're saying this isn't doing well even though you renewed it for another season even though it's already basically almost done <coughs> excuse me yeah so they where, renewed it and then turned around yeah. yeah what nine months later and said well no we're not going to do this but what has changed is that there is a lot more controversy against the queer people more and more as we move into another political cycle, I just, I feel like it's, we're just being herded through our media and, and cause they did, we know that we know media has done this. We've talked about it on our show a couple of times about how we have escapism through our tele through TV. You know, we talk about the during, during world war two, they're like, well, we're not going to show anything that's like stressful on TV and these, in these creative avenues we're going to be like hello lucy we're going to be happy and we're going to show all these like positive things and there's uh, sorry it's i love lucy hello I love lucy. lucy sorry yeah sorry it's like i want to make sure i get it you know so um no and you're you're correct you're very much very much on point there holly and so it's, you do wonder especially now going into there's a writer's strike going on right now and very likely going to an actor strike too why Prodigy, which is almost done, why wouldn't Paramount Plus want to put that up? It does feel like it's the start of some queer washing. They're getting rid of the, a show that that very innocently talks about they, them, and, and it does. showing... It does a really good job at just teaching and portraying the yeah. importance of acceptance, the individuality, and looking beyond the appearances, the they, them conversation with... Um, what is that? Alien species called yeah i'm just trying to look it up it right starts, now because i can't remember it starts with an m it's like yeah it's like i want to say medusa but that's wrong it's but, not you know, medusa so, but, yeah. but i want to say medusa as well anyway yeah, uh, medusian like medusian there we go yeah and and it's they're not they're they are a non-binary uncorporeal energy species that have been introduced mm -hmm. in the star trek universe prior to prodigy but this particular entity has um a body a, ro a robotic body but a body and i just I, I love how they're they're like well i'm 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 we don't have gender we we are they and and then the characters the other other characters are like huh okay and then they just move on tinkering they're fixing something i can't remember it was they get like the first two episodes and i was yeah. like yeah because that's how it should be like it should just be like oh okay cool move on you know and and go ahead Oh no! Just an also on that, and again, the character I can't remember her name. the The big rock character, um, who Sarah? you assume. Anyway, it, yeah, you assume you know that you hear when you first hear all the grunts. You assume it's this male, and then she comes out with a sweet little girly voice. And, I you know, know, I loved it so much. So all this stuff, and they did a good job of it, and it's something that I mean, I watched the first time. Really honest, because of this podcast, I, I could have cared less about it. It mattered nothing to me. I mean, it really didn't. I thought, well, this is just a little kid show. I could care less. Right. I really enjoyed it. So, um, and I found out that my grandsons will enjoy it too. They're, they're you know, they're three and almost five. And um, I say almost right. five because he tells me that every day. But um, it's, but they enjoyed it. And it was a nice safe thing for them to watch but I wasn't feeling like they were you know anything bad was going to happen either and so it's something that I, I'm really curious where this is all going to go and when we find Strange New Worlds which is I, I, I love the show but they really have very much toned down any queerness they do have people of color I will say that several of the main actresses anyway in the show are queer um, in real life so that's been good to see um and so i'm just curious where this is all going to go are we you know we are we know where the pendulum is very much swinging in the direction of 
right-wing Trumplicants, but um, mm -hmm. and we're getting that where everything. I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a lot of queer washing. So I'm curious to see where this is all going to go. Okay, so that's where. Well, and the and the character's name because we we messed it up is Roke R O K. Um, is the, is our giant rock friend, and I just I same. I wouldn't have watched the cartoon necessarily, but if it weren't for the show, I I suppose. And so watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually. This is super cute, and I really, I just, I just really enjoyed it. Uh, are you familiar with the TV show Warrior Nun by chance on Netflix? You familiar? I, I, I I've seen it. I've never watched it. But okay. I've seen it. Yeah. So it's a show that was also canceled, but on Netflix, there's a different platform, and a ton of people took to, to the internet to save it and they were tagging different actors that had showed that had like tweeted that they really enjoyed the show at some point in the first year that the show first year or two the show was out and so people were like hey help us save the show help us save the show and it was all over twitter anyway it this happened like four three four months ago and now the headlines are reading that the show has been saved it's been picked up by another network and they will have a full season um, I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna do it beyond that full season, but they will have another season. Uh, I saw that there's I don't know if it's actually Kate Madrew that's posting this on her social media account or somebody who has control of an account with her name on it. But they're they're promoting uh, saving saving Prodigy. Um, there's a number of people that have come out um, to to try to save the show, and I don't know if it's their attempt is to save the show and keep it on the same network or to save the show and, and have it picked up by another network. Either way, I think a lot of people will be happy if it's saved period. I personally would like to see it stay the network because that's where the rest of the Star Trek family is. And it would be nice to keep, keep it in the family as it were, but I could see like, I could see like a kid network show, like, yeah, network, like pick it up. Um, I don't know. I, I, I am just, shocked when i when i had texted you i was like hey what what should we do for our, our show this week and you're like the cancellation of this and i'm like what like i didn't even respond back to you because i was i immediately took to searching i was like what happened that i missed and i was dumbfounded <laughs> by by this i'm like one how did i miss this and two what the fuck we we i was so excited and i think we even mentioned it in on our shows a couple months ago that it got up it got re-upped and we were excited that we had another season of the show and not just because of a queer representation that's in it or because it's Star Trek, because it's, it's Star Trek has queer representation and it's good. Like I enjoy it, you know? So I'm. No, it, it's a shock. My guess is, I mean, cause it, it was originally a partner partnering with Nickelodeon, which is part of the, the Paramount plus family, which, so I don't think it's going to stay on Paramount or I think it would have already said, okay, we're just going to, we're going to go stream. We're going to go exclusively to Nickelodeon. I, my bet is it ends up on Pluto. My, that's okay. my, I would, because you'll see the other, the other Star Trek shows already stream on Pluto. They, I mean, Paramount plus gets a lot of money out of Star Trek. You know, there's just no way around it. So yeah. my guess is that's where it ends up. I don't think we're going to lose it, but we won't get any new, after this season, unless for some reason it does go to another streaming platform, which, you know, in all honesty, that's probably not going to happen because that's where, I mean, more and more, that's, that's where all the shows are going to go to get made anymore. It's just more and more, that's the way things are going. I, I hope that changes. What I find interesting with those little thing is when I was doing a deep dive on Prodigy, there's this big thing going on now where people are speculating that one of the reasons that Pro that Prodigy is being canceled but still allowed to finish out the season it's working on and then being shopped to other network is because they think that um, that uh, Kate Mulgrew might be in talks to lead or at least be a part of Star Trek Legacies, the show that 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 has been talking about. Yeah, that's more of it, you know. And so there's talk of that going on um or another or since 
Picard is basically dead, and we already know that we're not going to probably have any more Deep Space Nine because Avery Brooks is basically retired from acting. So they're thinking about the next uh, when will be a springboard is doing a couple seasons of of new my God of new my mind what is the, oh Star, Star Trek Voyager my God my mind blank <laughs> so um which may be true but I can't see how voice acting would interfere with doing a live action unless they want to I agree to two, yeah unless but, they want to really, really keep it two separate entities I don't know I don't know so, either and then. They're looking at, there's a Star Trek Academy TV show for the young audience, youth audience. Yeah. Obviously, we have Strange New Worlds. They haven't really dipped their toe, as it were, in, in the queer queer verse. <laughs> um, they really haven't done a lot. I mean, they've kind of softly touched on a few things. Um, but I, I'm really enjoying the show, and um, we'll see. We'll see. It's, no, it's uh, yeah. It was, again, it's just it's all this, all this will, it, and that's part of the problem. It is a problem with the Star Trek universe, right? That a lot of a lot of us Trekkies have had to. It's okay. Well, we'll see where it goes. Let's wait yeah, and see. We'll see. We'll see what so, happens. It's all be you know people people get their biases involved in there, and and then we'll have characters that were originally written to be queer and and then we they get the order no no gay no gay at all will be on this show and i just i hope that we don't go back to that having just talked about our conversation at the top of the show um i'm afraid that we'll start seeing a lot more of this this straight wash matt yeah toxic masculinity type stuff being portrayed a lot more in our media and that didn't do us any good to begin with and it's not going to do us any good if we go back down to that 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 route again well no and it's what bothers me and like right now watching i'm going to go to yellowstone again is that one of the main characters who they're all evil, vile people. I mean, there's not a good one amongst them. I want to say this, but that one of the guys, one of the family members is, uh, because his father wanted to end up going the political route, became a lawyer. And now one his, his sister in this whole group of people makes fun of him all the time because he's not a ranch hand, not, you know, he's not a cowboy. He's a lawyer and talks about how that he really just yeah. wants to sleep with little, he wants to sleep with boys and that his dick wouldn't get up for anything other than that. And first of all, it's not true. He's very heterosexual or anything you see, but it's wrong that that's what they're using as a slam and that there's just so many things wrong with it. So but again, then you see this and it's one of the most popular shows in all, in all the, the, networks now it's it's what walking dead used to be 10 years ago it's that kind of popularity and so to really? see that oh it's huge huh. and so you see that and there is that scariness going on of, okay so this is one of the most popular shows out there right now and where is that leading so yeah. i it's um and again i it's well done um but not it it again it just scares me it's what's what's happening when they this show is being canceled but then renewed for another basically another season under a different name on the paramount plus platform so i think paramount plus is really going all in on anything dealing with taylor sheridan and i think we're i'm just scared that we're gonna start losing what steps we've made forward because Star Trek Discover we know did not do as well. We just know. I mean, no, yeah. even if we've never seen the true, you know, what the all the ratings of like that, we just know it didn't. I mean, just from what we've heard on the platforms yeah. and everything. And then to see the strange new worlds, we we know, I mean, just from what we feel and see on the on social media is doing better. And we love it. We say we love it, but because they don't really touch on queerness at all. They, you know, so that just scares me that that's where we're heading. And then Yellowstone, the other thing, in the main cast, there's 
there are two people, well, no, there's several people of color from Native Americans, so that's good. Um, but by far the main cast members, except for the main cast members are white heterosexual males. There is one white main female lead and then one Native American female lead. So, but they're very much sex objects on the show. So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm worried where, where, where this is all going. Yeah. Because those are, that's what's popular. It's just another version of escape, escapism I, is my concern. Yeah. And why can't escapism involve queer people? You know what I mean? That's I know. We, why, why... Come on. We need it sometimes. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Life gets a little overwhelming. And we just need to be able to just relax and not be so inundated with, you know, all this drama. Well, well and... we want some drama. <laughs> Well, and it's, I think where, and I hate to say this, where Star Trek Discovery went wrong is they might have went in too earnestly with making sure that how queer a majority of the people were. And without- Maybe, uh, but I think just their story no, well, what I'm saying was pretty, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, but what I'm saying with that is, I mean, maybe give them a little- groundwork first give them a little bit of a backstory as to where they are it would have taken like you know not like a paragraph you know, somewhere along the line of that that's all i'm saying that i think that if they yeah. would have i, I feel I like it was it. also pushed like really really hard like it didn't seem like in other societal discussions these bigger discussions about rights and equality um they're they're a little bit more subtled and the and and delivered versus I don't know, I I I don't know go back and forth on that I felt like overall for the show they didn't they jumped around too much like if I if you watch season one and the and the most most recent season you'd be like these aren't the same like the characters are so drastically different that everything's so drastically different and I know that a lot of it you know they at least they played off as being intentional, but it felt like they they tested it out in this particular timeline and they're like, mm, no, we're going to make this big jump the shark move. We're going to go to this other timeline. Okay, now we're going to make this other jump and then we're going to have a spinoff character for the Strange New Worlds and we're going to go, now we have these last three seasons that are really set in the same like timelines and the characters are pretty consistent. It's it. It just really felt discombobulated those first. I, I really enjoyed them still. I, I, I will always still enjoy them. But I did feel like, for, especially for people who aren't, or maybe even people who are big Star Trek fans, it was just too much jumping. You really couldn't follow the, the follow the characters well. I don't know if that's true. It's just. And I, I agree with you on that. I think, but again, it's all that we say all that with love. I mean, we, I will watch it. I will watch it to the end. I will cry when it's over. Um, and it's something that part of it is because it did have such wonderful queer representation, such wonderful representation of, of people from different walks of life. So mm -hmm. it's going to be sad. And I, I feel bad that it wasn't structured better because I think if it was structured better, you know, however they did that, I think it just would have been a better show. And that's, it's too bad. And I, I'm, I don't want people getting after me because I, I love the show and I will fight that for that show till, you know, till it's officially off and never coming back. Cause I really, I, I love what it tried to do. And I love, I don't mind that it was not canon and a lot of things that it went off it went off on that. I don't mind that. I, I'm a, I'm all for those kind of things. Um, I just think maybe it would just need a little bit more direction. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that's not for anyway. me to decide because I'm not, I'm not, but so it, it's sad no matter how you look at it, that two shows that have very strong, we're talking the queer aspect here, two very strong queer representations one for those who listen if we have any right-wingers listen to us it's not like they're out there saying on prodigy that you know little you know they're not making it go out and have sex you know it's just very it's just very sweet and innocent that's all they're doing it's a they them that's literally it yeah um so it, it's just it's sad to see that that's happening um because at least with 
Discovery, they got five seasons. You know, everybody thinks they should have gotten, well, the ones who love the show wanted to go on forever, but seven seasons, because that seems to be the model. Um, I, you know, so we got to give it to them. They, they did get five seasons. They're going out on their own merit. So they have a chance to write an ending. So I appreciate that. We are getting that spinoff, um, 30, the, the spinoff 31, um, whatever they end up calling it with Michelle Yeoh. So I appreciate that we're getting at least a movie for that uh, character. I appreciate all that. So at least they get that where um, Prodigy was kind of fucked. You know, I, they weren't, you know, I, I feel bad for the voice actors. I, I feel yeah. bad for the fans of that show. So that's, it's, and I, I do think it's queer watching that's happening. I really do. And I, I think we're going to see more of that. Yeah, unfortunately. That's, uh, at least that's what my fear is. I, I think that we've really, I, I know that yeah. I went bad nerd and went down some stuff that probably most people don't care about, but yeah. <laughs> it made me very, very, it made me very happy to talk about this this time. So um, I don't think there's yeah. anything more to say. Do me, we? Is anything else you want to add? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. Um, I appreciate that we had opportunity to talk a little bit about 4th of July, although that was unexpected. I'm glad that we did have that conversation. <laughs> Uh, I'm grateful that we got to talk about these two shows and kind of the just the differences, you know, and why why they might have been canceled and where they're going. Um, obviously, on Quinondrum here, we are big Star Trek fans. Voyager is the best ever, and you know, it's <coughs> <Yeah>. it's just <laughs> it's just it's been a it's been a, it's been a joy talking about this topic. So, until next time, be well. And be queer, you fabulous motherfuckers. <laughs> Thank you for connecting with us on this week's Conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook. Instagram. Twitter. At Quernundrum Podcast. And email us at Quernundrum at Quernundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer. <laughs>